Slava Jesus Christus, Slava Navika, glory be to Jesus Christ, glory be forever. So this is Father Basil again, and uh, doing another podcast from this book, reading from this book, Light for Life, The Mystery Lived, from God With Us Publications, and this talking about... Um, our faith, our, our Eastern Catholic faith in what we believe and how we express our faith. And I'm going to read, this part is called Our Nature Renewed in Christ. St. Nicholas Cabasalis, a 14th century Byzantine spiritual writer, beautifully expresses this in his masterpiece, The Life in Christ. Just as human affection, when it abounds, overpowers those who love and causes them to be beside themselves, so God's love for men emptied God. He does not stay in his own place and call the slave. He seeks him in person by coming down to him. He who is rich reaches the pauper's hovel, and he displays his love by approaching in person. He seeks love in return and does not withdraw when he is treated with disdain. He is not angry over ill treatment, <coughs> but even when he has been repulsed, he sits by the door and does everything to show us that he loves, even enduring suffering and death to prove it. This is what we call the incarnation, the high point of God's plan for us. In Jesus Christ, the word of God, through whom, in whom, all things are created and sustained, becomes one of us. He takes on our whole fallen, broken nature and heals it. The, whole, the word of God becomes for us the perfect likeness of the Father. He fulfills what Adam was supposed to do. He becomes the new Adam and begins a new creation to bring us back into line with the original plan, which was destroyed by the first Adam by us. He becomes the second, the perfect steward, prophet and priest. Human nature is brought back to the garden again with a new Adam. Bethlehem, make ready, for Eden has been opened for all. Ephrathah, be alert, for the tree of life has brought some forth from the virgin in the cave. Her womb has become a spiritual paradise wherein the divine fruit was planted. And if we eat of it, we shall live and not die like Adam. Christ is coming forth to bring back to life the likeness that had been lost in the beginning. Wretched as I am, by the intemperance I formerly manifested, I have departed far from the beautiful image in which I was created by divine work. But in the tenderness of your heart, O Christ, and through your ineffable communion with me, you have taken me taking my pitiful image upon yourself, renewing my whole being, O Savior, in the womb of the spotless virgin. We are made in the image of God. Christ is the image of God. He is also the perfect likeness. Not only does he resemble God in his human nature, as we all do, he is also like him in all things. Whoever has seen me has seen the Father, from John 14. In Christ, we see perfectly who and what God is, but also who and what a human being is supposed to be. 
Christ came to bring all back to the original plan, which was put on hold by Adam's sin. Before Christ, everything was getting more and more unglued, separated, falling further from union and communion. Now another force is at work. Things are coming back together in Christ. The fathers call this recapitulation, anakaphalosis. Everything finds its proper place again with Christ as his head. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him we were created all, all things in heaven and earth. We're created all things in heaven and earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things are created through him and in, for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he himself might be preeminent. For it is it pleased God to make absolute fullness reside in him and through him to reconcile all things in person. In his person, whether those on earth or those in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Christ is the center of all reality. Everything is made through him. Everything is revealed through him. Everything finds its fulfillment in him. This was only uh, realized only after his resurrection and ascension. We begin to see what that he came in order that we might have new life and that we might have the divine likeness restored in us. The incarnation is the key to our understanding of the normal Christian life, our spirituality. Christ is not simply the perfect man who shows us that it can be done, but he actually communicates this life to us. He is God who became one of us so that we could bear God within us so that the likeness could be restored in us as well as in himself. Christ is the first fruits of all those who are asleep, the firstborn from among the dead. We are meant to be the rest of the crop. This is why St. Peter the Apostle could write that we might become sharers in the divine nature. God's divine power has bestowed on us everything that makes for life and devotion through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and power. Through these, he has bestowed on us the precious and very great promises so that through them you may come to share in the divine nature after escaping from the corruption that is in this world because of evil desire. This is what the Eastern churches call theosis, the central concept in our spirituality that we might become deified, div divinized by having the life of God live within us. What Christ is by nature, we are, no, we are to become by adoption. Saint Irenaeus originally seems to have made the statement that Saint Athanasius and most of the fathers after him have echoed. God became man so that we might become God. The word of God takes on our nature so that we might have God's life in us, on us restoring the likeness. Deification is described by St. Maximus the Confessor 
as a participation of the whole person and the whole God. In the same way in which the soul and the body are united, God should become accessible for participation by the soul and through the soul's intermediary by the body in order that the soul might receive an unchanging character and the body immortality. And finally, that the whole man should become God, deified by the grace of God becoming man, becoming whole man, soul and body, by nature and becoming whole God, soul and body, by grace. Christ's followers only realize this at the climax of God's plan for us, the coming of the Holy Spirit. So, what, is, what did we learn from that? Our nature renewed in Christ. So, God came into this world so that we can become God. Right? We can become one with God. And that's basically what our Christian teaching in the Eastern tradition teaches us, you know, that we share in the divine nature. We are sharers of the heavenly kingdom because that's what God made for us. God made heaven for us. And when we accept his graces, when we accept his forgiveness, when we accept his uh, power within our souls, we will be led by his you know, Holy Spirit into the heavenly kingdom. So that's all I wanted to say today. God bless you. Have a good day.